From the Schmoes No Network Studios in Los Angeles, California, it's time for Guilty Movie Pleasures. And now, here are your hosts, two of the guiltiest cats I know, Josh McCuga and Steve Simone. All right, Schmoville. Schmoville. Coming in hot today, Mr. Simone. We are just on fire. I know. We've been waiting two weeks for this. I know. Last week we came in, there was just a minor snafu uh, scheduling wise. I apologize because we were supposed to do it Monday and my flights got all messed up. And then we came in Tuesday. It was just. Yeah. Anyway. People have been patiently waiting for this yeah, GMP. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, Schmoville, as always. And uh, before we get into it, first of all, last week we hit number three on iTunes. Yeah, and that's it, incredible. At one point we were two. I don't know if you saw that picture. I did see that. <laughs> we were number two on iTunes, guys. Thank that you, is, guys. Thank you guys so much. I mean, how does that happen? I, they're they're rating, they're liking, they're subscribing. They're thank you so much friends. for the Yeah, please do more of that stuff, is my point. Comment, <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. If you're smart enough to figure out how it happens, let's get more of that going, guys. Listen, I don't know how the internet works. I just know that when I click on things, they go places, right? Yeah. So when you click the five stars and you comment and you rate and you tell us, what you like and thank you guys for liking the fan page that Cody Hall the intern is running awesome uh, Guilty Movie Pleasures on the Schmozo Network is the fan page on Facebook and Schmoville on Facebook so yeah and I want to thank all you guys for, I did a, my first oh, Q&A nice and nice. then we, we hung out online for like an hour and a half it was awesome so all you guys have participated in that thank you yeah and so Steve being welcomed with open arms in yeah Schmoville. it's the greatest it's, it's awesome uh, so thank you guys so so much uh, we've been getting so many great tweets and, and comments on Facebook and all that stuff like we love your show we love what you guys are doing doing uh which makes us feel pretty special I, yeah, I it's love the greatest it. so uh before i mean you know without further ado people have been waiting for it. we got it's rocky speaking three. of the greatest <laughs> holy cow now the reason we brought in rocky three was because uh, a couple weeks ago the lead singer of survivor passed away uh and God rest his soul and this movie basically i mean it, it came out six years after rocky two i don't know if you know that it's, i never it realized was, it was that long it was that long and um you know uh it, because rocky one and two were kind of Basically, one movie and two movies, really. They, they yes. knew Rocky, and then they came back, and they basically made Rocky one again, just with a different outcome, for right. the most part. The outcome we all wanted to see. Correct. <laughs> right. And, you know, I mean, Rocky, the original Rocky won for Best Picture. Yeah, it's amazing. It, the, the, the fact that he couldn't get it made, he wanted to do, uh, he couldn't get it made, and then it wins an Oscar, is that's a true incredible. Hollywood story. It really is. Uh, and we Absolutely And everybody's incredible. been asking, why do we bring on Rocky Three as a guilty movie pleasure, especially JTE's? Like, it's not a guilty pleasure. That's the beautiful part about the beautiful part about the show, is that people argue about whether or not it's a guilty yeah. pleasure. and I agree. Dude, I, I don't care what we call this show. I just want to talk about movies that were awesome, yes, exactly. are awesome, yeah. movies that I want to see all the time. Right. And this is one of those movies Thank God we 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 got to do it yeah. because I've grew up with this movie mm-hmm. and whenever it's on I just tr- keep it on. Absolutely, I it. but it's been a while since I went back from beginning to end, and this movie is it's the greatest. It's, it's just, awesome. It's just awesome scene after awesome scene yeah. after. It, there's no lull. No, because and it, you know when I. F- because now movies like this, I feel like if we made this movie, it would be two hours, two hours, ten minutes, something like that, which you don't need. This movie's an hour and thirty-eight minutes, right? Um, and it, it really went from Rocky two, Rocky one and two, which were like solid dramas. There wasn't much to it. To yeah. now, this this next step into the into the Rocky franchise, which kind of took it into like the MTV America. Right? I completely agree. 
This this was essentially a music video for yeah. Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, it was because it yeah. starts out well, like every Rocky movie. It starts out with how the fight ended, so right, good. which is great, and we see him beating Apollo and, and then, new yeah world champion, and it, you know everybody's pumped, and then it goes into this insane montage with an introducing Survivor's Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, which because like you talked about when it debuted in Philadelphia, when it debuted in Pittsburgh. Listen, there isn't a pump tape that didn't go by in high school or That's grade hysterical. school that didn't have Survivor Eye of the Tiger yep. on it. Right, me and my brother shared a sports Walkman. Do you remember those sports? The Walkman? yellow ones, the yellow ones, right? And we would we would alternate week to week mowing the lawn. Now, if my dad had his way, Ben would only mow the lawn because he is so good at mowing lawns. Right. And I mowed the lawn like a drunk dude, like it was just like <laughs> zigzags wherever I kind of wanted to go. My dad would come out and just like, oh god, it's so I bad. guess that's good enough. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but we would share it, and there was always a pump tape from like either for, from Ben's soccer or basketball or from pump my tape. from a mixtape that I made. Uh, for to get it. you in the zone. Correct. To get me in the zone before a swim for, meet or whatever. For your own training montage. <laughs> exactly. And Survivor Eye of the Tiger was on every single pump tape without a doubt. It just dig a dig a dig a dig a dig a bam. Bam, bam, bam. And if it's you don't so get good. pumped up, listen to that song, you're an idiot. Yeah, you are. You, it, you have it's no impossible. Hearts. Yeah. You I, I was watching Rocky Three last night working out, and usually the workout goes about fifty minutes. I stayed the whole and I was boxing by myself. Oh, like, it's in the my greatest. Because there aren't before we get into the plots, I, I think I, let's screw it. Let's just get into it. Yeah, what's okay? okay. We start. We go in he, now. Now Rocky. He. It's not a training montage to open the movie, right? No, it's a life montage. Yeah, he's just killing life, right? And he's and he's fighting dudes like. Uh, hold on, let me pull up this dude's name that he fights. That's on the marquee. Is there was some fantastic name. His name is Big Yank Ball. <laughs> It's one of the dudes that he fights in Vegas. He gets and just says, Rocky versus Big Yank Ball. Oh, okay. that's hysterical. The guy is either an ex-porn star or getting into porn or like an, a serious insult against the Asian community. Oh, like, that's Big terrible. Yank Ball. What? That's terrible. And the, that, so he fights. So anyway, so we, we're in this life montage and obviously like we see him. And in only a way Rocky can do because there's no other boxing matches where you're punching a dude and they are flying into the ropes. Yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. Like it's, it's WWF. Right? Yeah, well, those train. I mean, those boxing scenes in all the Rocky movies are the greatest. The slow-mo. Uh. <laughs> and people are like, no! <laughs> the best don't hit him that hard yeah um, but rocky's killing life we see the all this he's smashing all of his opponents what's he get like 10 title defenses yeah so rocky's life's here maybe paulie's life isn't as good no. as rocky's because that's where its story kind of picks up what's right? crazy is it like it's it starts in his first title defense right and paulie's already pissed at rocky like yeah. we don't even know why he's pissed like shows him the crowd and paulie's like eh, i don't like him yeah and he's got his hat and his hair is all tussled and he's yeah, like yeah. he's not getting the attention that he should get right um and but we don't know like the, all all we keep seeing is Rocky killing it. Yep. Right. Then this dude, this new dude, we see watching him in the crowd him. watching him, which is the, the inter- debut of none other than Mr. T. So awesome. Can you? Okay. Little known fact, 1400 guys auditioned for that role. Wow. Right. And they picked up Mr. T diamond in the rough. Yeah. They did it. Perfect. I wonder if his hair was like that going in the audition. I would love to I interview think Mr. It T. Was. was it? I think I'm not certain. But I'm pretty sure, like Listen, he had GM, won that 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 like toughest bouncer contest on that, yeah, yeah, NBC yeah. or something right. like that. And I think that's where the casting people sort of ran Found into him. Because like if yeah. you ran into Mr. T and he was a bouncer and he had that haircut and those feather earrings all the way up his ear, you're not going to mess with Mr. T because you don't know if he's a karate. He's a Native American like soul. Yeah, seeker. you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. 
So he's in the crowd, and now Clubber Lang is. We get to introduce that that's the guy's name is Clubber Lang. Tremendous. Okay, whoever is in charge of the Rocky franchise and the names that they came up right. with beyond genius that like takes the McRib throws it on the ground and lights it on fire it's very comic bookish when you think about it. a lot of the names in the Rockies Apollo Creed is that's the a, that's a name. comic book yeah it's uh, priceless Clubber Lang amazing okay We're Spider not- Rico from Sp- the first Rocky <laughs> Remember, that's the first guy. Fought. Who'd you fight? Spider Rico. Yeah. Uh, that bum. Yeah. But Spider Rico is the guy. Tremendous name. name. Amazing. And a lot of people are asking, like, why we're doing Rocky 3. Why not, why not 4 or 5? We're going to yeah. do 4. And we're going to oh, do 5. Yeah. We're not in a row. Those are, that's special awesome. moments. I mean, we might, our Christmas edition might have to be Rocky 4 because it takes place on Christmas Day. Yeah. The, but at least we don't keep our people behind walls. Remember, yeah. Paulie gets <laughs> off the plane in the Eagles hat? Incredible. As a fan. I hope they have my comics there. Um, so so we're in this montage. And if you notice one thing about every montage where somebody gets rich, there's always a motorcycle scene. Because if That's you're, hysterical. If you're going to spend your money on something stupid and you have disposable income, you spend it on a motorcycle, ladies and gentlemen. Because uh, they're just stupid. Well, I, you know what I really did notice? When we come out of that montage and Paulie's been arrested. Yeah. You see Rocky, not only does he have the Maserati, yes. he, he upgraded from the IROC or what, the Trans Am. He, he had a Trans, Trans Am. Am. Yep, yep. And then he's got like the, he's like the dapper. Oh, I mean, dressed to the, the nines. Dressed to the nines. Yeah. I, I was watching Rocky 3 and I'm like, I need to go, I need to go find some Rocky 3 clothes. Like when I make it, you the know, watch, <laughs> the the camel hair overcoat, uh, and there was nothing better than the Rocky 3 sweater when he's having the makeout scene with Adrian uh, uh, during the picnic. It, yeah, with the flower, they like cut to a flower and they're rolling <laughs> in the grass and the motorcycle's just parked behind them. <laughs> like, let, hon, let's take the motor, and they're driving motorcycles, no helmets, neither one of them have no, a helmet on. It was the 80s. It was the 80s, nobody cared. Uh, and it, the funny thing is, if you notice... Polly walks into that arcade, right? It's the end of the training montage. He's hammered. Yep. And I wrote up on this board over here, which the, the fans can't really see. Is is Polly the greatest movie drunk of all time? When he's drunk, he's good and drunk. Oh, he's great. You know? I think... Do you know who my favorite movie drunk of all time, though? Nicolas Cage in Leaving Las Vegas? No. The uncle in uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Because <laughs> he's singing, I am my wild Irish rose. Uncle Billy... From remember, and he had to tie the string around his finger to make the bank deposit. What do you mean? And Potter stole it. It sets up the whole movie. <laughs> so I love Paulie. Paulie might be the most. He might be the best ungrateful family member in oh, the history. Without a doubt. <laughs> right? Just give me a job. You're rich now, you jerk. You remember each other? I don't sweat you. I yeah. love how that's it. It's his line. Like I don't sweat you. He said it to Apollo. He said it to Mr. T. He said it to said Rocky. The, yeah, he said it to Thunderlips too. Said it didn't to Thunderlips too. Yeah. <laughs> Paulie was trying to get something like he was trying to get a uh, a slogan read like he was trying to get a catchphrase on a t-shirt is basically was I don't sweat you so it just great. never really took off unfortunately oh it was so great I feel like we should get t-shirts made that say I don't sweat you be the best oh my god and draw a cartoon Paulie yeah and Paulie is the perfect cartoon guy because he's got the hat you could just do the outline Cigar. anybody out there in Schmobo that wants to design a t-shirt for us just black and white that says I don't sweat you and has a picture of Polly. we will gladly get those made and we will for send sure. those to you just don't yeah, be have awesome. to live in the states because uh, we can't we don't ship international um, so he gets to that arcade and he's walking around all drunk and he's like got this smile on his face he kind of looks like a pedophile to a certain well, extent well you could tell he's supposed to be drunk because of the music they're playing it's like yeah. <laughs> and they're doing the camera angle 
and then he comes across the Rocky the pinball Rocky, machine. Which, if you are anybody that had money in Philadelphia or anywhere in the world, if you had a Rocky pinball machine, forget uh, about it. That's better. That's than, incredible. Yeah, that's better than a limo, a private jet, anything like that. If you had enough money in your basement to have a Rocky pinball machine, you were the coolest kid in the neighborhood. You would still be the coolest kid without in the a doubt. Yeah. I guarantee you, if you went to your 15 year high school reunion and you saw like Dave Francesco, French, <laughs> Dave Francesco had the Rocky pinball machine. Did he really? No, Brett Saladonia in my high school, his parents they were Italian, obviously a lot of money. They had the Rocky pinball machine in their basement. Get out of and here. And they had the Stand Up Ninja Turtles video game. Oh my, dude, that's in the their best house ever. Ever. Yes. And they had the original NBA Jam, Stand Up NBA Jam. Oh, you don't, what are they doing now with their life? I don't it's know. It's all got to be downhill. Yeah. There's no way. I don't, like, I, he would, that's as good as life gets. I, you hit peak when you're yeah, 10. You, dude, yeah. It's all, it's all downhill after that. Absolutely, yeah. You can't, it can't get better than no. that. No. So then Paulie winds up, and he, Paulie's left-handed. I don't know if you noticed that in the thing. Paul, when he throws the whiskey he bottle? Throws through, he's lefty, like Rocky is. He's I lefty. didn't notice yeah. that. And he's got a rifle of an arm. I mean, he really shatters that thing. So then Rocky picks him up, and you know if you're rich, because you've got that thing that like the chain that connects goes over your tie goes thing. Over your I tie? noticed that that gold thing. I want one of those things. I want the Rocky three style. Oh man, that is the when the dude. St- one of my all time favorite comedians ever is this kid Sebastian. I think he's the funniest person. Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the best. He's like the funniest yeah, person ever. He's awesome. But he was up at the comedy store the other night, and I go, Sebastian dresses like Rocky. <laughs> like it's like for it's like high end designer yes. stuff. Very dapper. Yeah, yeah. If that's Rocky, what I if I had my life together, that's what I would like to dress yeah, me, like. Me and you both. Right. If we can get like some stylists to come in here and like put us in suits all the time oh it'd be great good rocky Lord. three style i know i know the best so then the sunglasses yeah he had. oh incredible just taking it to a whole new level so then so then he goes back to the house and you and you got you know well he well this is what happens i think we have to set that this is we see rocky's life flying awesome awesome he's knocking everybody out yeah. everything's great there's this mysterious man who's very intimidating right just watching him like this shaking his head yeah He's with ill will. With Ill then pa- the Rocky's best friend Paulie is Andrew's his life spiraling yeah. out of control. Mm-hmm. He throws a whiskey bottle, gets arrested. Rocky bails him out. Rocky's yeah. dressed like a G- straight G. He's yeah. driving a Maserati. Paulie starts the fight with him, right. and then he was just like, "Friends don't know friends." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. And he get this stupid X Lax watch. It's supposed to be Rolex. X, yeah, and he's like, what do you get to, you let Mick live with you? And you notice you he pulls it off and it's elastic. It's an elastic banded watch. Hysterical. It's awesome. Yeah. And then, and then he was just like, he's fought, tries to fight Rocky. Yeah. Because he doesn't sweat him. Yeah. I don't exactly. sweat you. Yeah. And then he's out of breath. Uh-huh. Whoa, you're crazy. Yeah. And then, boom, he gets him a job. Can all Paul wants is he wants that's is a job. That's all he just wants. All Most angry people ask. just want to hang out. Yeah, that's yeah. the button. That's the cop. Yeah. All you had to do was that. So then, flash forward, they're doing a charity lip, a charity lip, a charity event, and in walks Thunder. Oh, Lips. it's the greatest. Because now Paulie's in the house. Yeah. He's hanging out with the kid. Uh-huh. Mickey's in the house. Yep. It's he's one big reading happy to family. the kid. It's all just fun and games. It's the perfect life. Right. Right. And then Rocky's got. Well, the charity, the event. charity event with Thunderlips, and this is the introduction, really. And you were telling us a story about uh, Thunderlips as Hulk Hogan, yes. yada, yada yada. You were saying he was he was a big deal before he was Thunderlips. Well, this was he was he was a, a wrestler. A lot of people don't think he was in the WWF before Rocky uh, three, three, but he was for a little bit. He did have a little feud with Andre. <laughs> I know way too much about pro wrestling, but he left to do this movie, right? And that's what really kicked it off because a lot of people don't realize that Hulk Hogan. Uh, 
actually used to play Eye of the Tiger when he entered the ring before he had his own WWE, uh, before the licensing issue came out and the right. WWF, now WWE, had to give him his own theme got music. Got it, got it. Now, I don't know if you know this, but uh, one of our favorite songs, You're the Best Around by Joe Esposito, which ended up becoming the theme for Karate, Karate Kid, Kid, was the original choice for uh, the, it wasn't Survivor Eye of the Tiger. Get out of here. He wanted, Joe Esposito wanted, and then Rocky heard it, or Sloan heard it, he's like, I don't know if this is right or not. But that originally, Joe Esposito's Best Around was in line to be the Eye of the Tiger song. That's incredible. Yeah, but instead went to Karate Kid. So you're talking this Joe Esposito was on the cusp of being in a Rocky franchise, but then ended up in Karate Kid. I mean, in the 80s, that's the closest second you're going to get. Yeah, I once read an article where they were like, Karate Kid was just Rocky for teenagers. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah totally was. Nailed Mr. It. Miyake, Mickey, yes. karate, boxing. Right. Wait, uh, let's not forget the director who directed the first Rocky directed the Karate Kid. Get there out of you here. go. John G. Avelson. Yeah. Wow, look. Look at JT Perfect. coming in hot from the booth. Oh, so now we got uh, we we now we're at this this thing and and in walks uh, Thunderlips. It's the greatest thing ever. And in real life, Hulk Hogan's six six and Rocky's like five ten, right? Balboa, Stallone's five ten, something like that. JT, oh, how sh- tall is uh, Balboa? He's like five seven, five eight. Okay. In real and, life, in the movie, he might have been more. Right. Well, in the movie, they say he's six feet. Right. And they make Thunderlips seven feet tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they make him bigger than life. So he's walking in. Paulie's like, who's carrying him? He's like, nobody's carrying him. He's, he's walking. walking. Right? Oh, it's the greatest. And he has the, and let me read the quote because, the. I mean, the quote's incredible. Thunderlips comes into the ring and he's got, he's got like four girls, four babes. The best. His, as my dad would call. I mean, did your dad call girls Hey, babes? look at those babes. <laughs> hey, buddy. So my dad called him babes too. So in walks Hogan. He's got like one of those pimp hats on, just like yep. a, a robe undone, right? And he's gigantic. I mean, Giant, he's he's huge. And he just grabs the microphone and he goes, to all my slaves love out there. Love slaves out there, right? To all my love slaves out there. Thunderlips is here in the flesh, baby. <laughs> the ultimate male versus the ultimate meatball. And then he, ha, ha, ha. Dude, it doesn't get any better. Dude, the best. That. And there's actually a quote. That I've actually tried to base part of my life on right before that. As he's walking towards the ring, everybody's like, is this a good idea? Yeah. And Mickey's like, "We get, like he says something like, why would you do this? And Rocky's like, it's for charity. And Paulie's like, nobody would do this much for charity. And then Rocky goes, Bob Hope would. <laughs> and Mickey's like, eh, yeah, you got a point. So like, whenever I get offered a gig, I think of that. And I go, yeah, Bob Hope would do this. Absolutely. Uh, so then the fight between Thunderlips gets out of control quick. You think it's just going to be this thing? And all of a sudden, Thunderlips just starts attacking Rocky. Yeah. Adrian's freaking out. Then Mickey has the first sign that things might not be right with his heart. Right. He yes. Is. And and the, and the other trainer guy, one of those no name trainers that seems to appear in every movie. We just never. He never talks at, at all in anything. He was like the other guy in the corner that we never oh, meet. Oh, uh, he's just an actor. Al, is it Al Savani? Yeah, Al Savani. Right? Yeah, I think he's a legendary cut man. Oh, okay. I honestly think that's who you're talking I, about. I'm not sure. Well, he's the only other guy in the corner. Okay, right? yeah. And, and Mickey has like the thing collapse and whatever. Then Thunderlips throws him in the crowd. Everybody's freaking out. Adrian's yeah. freaking out. And his mo- like the kid. Little Do you know what this is based on? This is based on the, the actual Rocky guy fighting Andre the Giant. No. Uh, and, then, and Mickey has like the thing collapse and whatever. Then Thunderlips throws him in the crowd. Everybody's freaking out. Adrian's yeah. freaking out. And his mo- like the kid. Little Do you know what this is based on? This is based on the, the actual Rocky guy fighting Andre the Giant. No, uh, and then also Gorilla Monsoon 
was going to fight uh, Muhammad Ali. Oh, really? Yeah, Muhammad Ali took a jab at him. Girl Monsoon slipped the jab and just picked him up off the ground and put him in the airplane spin and dumped him on his head. Get out of here. Yeah, the coolest. Oh, that's awesome. So then, and originally, uh, the stuntman that gets thrown in the crowd, Frank Stallone wanted to do that. Why? I I don't know. And Rocky said, no, no, it's too dangerous to use a stuntman. Frank Stallone wanted to do it, whatever. Didn't do it. Then Rocky Rocky goes street, Philadelphia. Yep, yep. Cut my gloves. Cut my gloves. And then Paulie just has a switchblade on him. Of course he does. Of course he does. Cuts the gloves and then Rocky starts going at the body. And now Mickey's like telling him to actually box the dude with his like body, hit the body, hit the body. Then it's over. The guy with the long mustache just calls a draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leroy Neiman, I think. They take a Polaroid, whatever, and they're all Yeah, Leroy Neiman, you're right. Yeah. And famous uh, artist. F- yeah. And he's one that did the art at the end. Yeah, yeah. Which we'll get to. Uh and um that was uh that was that fight with Thunderlips and like they take the Polaroid and like he at the end he's, he's like, like anything uh, whatever like how to make a show or something I don't know what he says it's all part of the game it's all part of the game it's so good right and then they go to it cuts to him and the kid in like some weird Model T that they're like driving outside the house and he's like telling him like Goldilocks or something like that yeah tell him some weird rendition of Goldilocks and he's like dad are you gonna keep fighting he's like no I don't fight no more yeah his life's perfect his life's great he's driving a Model T golf cart around his palatial estate and outside suburban Philadelphia yeah and then uh, they go to the statue unveiling, which is still – it's outside the spectrum, right? Is it? No, they moved it to the bottom of the steps, I believe, of the art museum. Oh, they did? Yeah. So it's there now. Okay. So, I mean, it's still in Philadelphia. And originally, like, people didn't think it was art. They thought it was it was catchy and it didn't they didn't want it outside the art museum, so they moved yeah, it to the spectrum. Some, yeah, yeah. I think they might have moved it. Dude, that used to be the place – by the way, there's a little sidebar. Yeah. Before the internet uh, – uh, uh, before everybody had cell phones. Yeah. When you were going to a concert at the Spectrum, everybody would go, all right, dude, we'll meet in front of the Rocky statue. Perfect. But then there'd be a million people trying to meet their friends in front of the Rocky yeah. statue, so it was just chaos yeah. anyway. We had this, uh, w- there was an amusement park in Pittsburgh called Kennywood, and if you had to meet your parents at like Kennywood Day, you had to meet them at the merry-go-round, and then like everybody was like, oh, <laughs> why, why can't we pick a different... Yeah. <laughs> um, so then that's the scene. Uh, JT, do you want to play the, the memorable scene here at uh, the, the statue? This is the greatest. This is incredible. Because the same guy, Mr. T, is is there. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Clubber Lang is in the crowd. Get out of my face. Don't need nothing you got no more. No, no, this is the match. We need the outside the statue unveiling. You better get that bad look on the face before I knock you That's that's when Mr. T's talking smack to Apollo Apollo. Creed. Dude, he's just... This is what I don't understand, man. Mr. T... All right. Good. Give us the thumbs up when the scene's ready. We're ready. Okay, go for it. All right, because I want to get into this after this. I know. Here we go. I should, uh... Step down, maybe, and retire. Yeah, so much of people. He can't the retire. greatest the overacting from all the extras. Yeah. What? No! Don't get a sucker, no statues. Yes. Give him guts. I told you I wasn't going away. You got your shot. Now give me mine. Why'd you get the hell out of there? Mickey no. knows. Careful, man, I ain't going nowhere. And why don't you tell all these nice folks why you've been ducking me? Politics, man. This country wants to keep me down. You, we didn't, in the Give opening montage, Mickey was watching the Oliver line. You know, you've got a big mouth, you know? Why don't you come out and close it, bad boy? Come on. Come on. The little man don't want to come to me. Then I'll come to you people and lay out the truth. I am rank number one. One! That means <laughs> so I'm good. the best. But this bomb is taking the easy matches. Fight another bomb. I'm telling you and everybody here, I'll fight him anywhere, anytime, for nothing. Fight him, fight him, fight him. 
But you people ain't never gonna see it happen because he's gonna retire. You see, he don't fight no real man. He fight them setups. What? You're as disgraced to this sport. Make Shut up, old man! Uh. You that chump to know where to come from? <laughs> Bad boy, your family doing real nice, ain't it? You call yourself a fighter? Prove it now. Give me that same chance. The way he's been ducking is to disgrace. Oh, he's if he so ain't no good. coward, why don't he fight me then? Uh, I can't listen anymore. This ain't any time. I don't care what you rank. You don't get no shot, <laughs> and I mean that. I'm glad Burgess you keep saying this here. What are you doing? Because I want to fight this guy. Well, you got him. You'll fight him without me. <gasps> Mickey's not going to do it, because he's finished. got the heart. Yes, I'm finished. But he, Rocky didn't no see the heart thing at Thunderlips. I don't want no more. You understand? And he doesn't want to see Rocky get hurt. No. It's over with. I'm judging by my fighting record. Hey, woman. Hey, woman. Now. Listen here. Since your old man ain't got no heart, maybe you'd like to see a real man. I bet you stay up late every night dreaming you had a real man, don't you? I'll tell you what. Bring your pretty little self over to my apartment tonight, and I'll show you a real man. Three, two, one. Don't listen. I think we should take. You don't. You don't insult his person. His anything in his personal life. You don't insult anything. As soon as you insult Adrian, forget about it. Life is over. It's like a dog off the chain. Now Mickey disappears. And then Mickey and Rocky have a have oh, a nice this is sit one of the best. The Dude, if you really think about the pacing of this movie, it just Nailed it's it. boom, scene boom, boom, no boom, 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 except for like that weird singing scene like at the beginning of the movie with he and Adrian in bed, which made no real sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. But well, that's beyond the point. Uh, so now he goes and he and Mickey have a sit down. And Mickey, he can't win. The worst thing <laughs> that could happen to a fighter is you get civilized. Exactly. And this, and he nailed it because you look at those training montages of Clubber Lang. He's doing yeah, pull-ups off like dead ant, like bodies of people. He's, he, I mean, he was training like Rocky was training in one. That's yeah, and that, that's I think that's what they're really trying to show too. And then we go to the that scene. That's not a guilty pleasure scene. That's just two actors. Oh, really it's awesome. It. And Burgess Meredith, one of the best the of all time. Thing, and Maybe. he was like, "This kid, he'll kill you. Yeah, we will join the circus." Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his thing, right? And Burgess Meredith, I, I don't know if that's written or that's just Burgess Meredith. Oh, he's so possible. lovable. Nah, the best. I mean, like, he really, because I, I, I still get sad when what's going about to happen, what yeah. we're going to talk about, because uh, Burgess Meredith was so good in these oh, movies. it was incredible. And you could tell he loved him, and he was like, hey, man, this dude's a killer. Yeah. He's not a normal boxer. No. And then Rocky's like, hey, what if I really bust my ass training? Right. So Mickey reluctantly agrees to let him take the fight. Sure. And, and Mickey knows in his heart of hearts that he really shouldn't do that at all. Yeah. And, and Mickey, go out on top, yeah, just man. Go out on top. Let's get, but you got the money. Listen, you, you got insulted the house. Adrian. And this is it. You don't. You don't question an Italian guy from Philadelphia's manhood, right? Lunatics. So he, <laughs> the South Philly lunatic, oh, crazy. So he then he figures training camp. The best place to have training camp is at the Ritz Carlton Grand Ballroom. Yep. And he's got the band. That was the best. The, the Italian band. The guy's got the accordion. And for some reason, bubbles are floating out. And Mickey hates the bubbles. He hates it. Yeah. But, oh, it's not a gym. He's not training no, hard at all. He's no. taking on a juggernaut. He's taking on probably. Look, Apollo Creed was the best boxer Rocky probably fought. Sure. But this guy is a force of nature. Right. And he's a He just man. hits. I don't think any of his fights have gone over three rounds. No. He just hits like a truck. And he is so close to what he wants is the title. He can taste the blood. Rocky's got that, the fight of his career coming up, and he's just—he's not taking it seriously. Clubber Lang's like the Gary Busey of boxing at this point. He's—he doesn't have anything up on his head, but beating the crap that's out it. of Rocky. Like, he's yeah, kill him. like he's, Steve Buscemi and uh, uh, Billy Madison, where he's just got the list of people he wants to take out with his sniper rifle, and then puts on the lipstick he just wants to take out. 
Oh, and speaking of lipstick, I, a lot of people have talked about my dad impression and I do have to say this I remember my dad when he first saw, saw Stallone's face in the opening image of, of this Rocky or he was yeah Rocky 3 my dad was so disappointed because he... what it slided to his face <laughs> he looks like a broad and they even mentioned that his plastic surgery in this one yeah. they're like oh you're putting yourself up or something like that yeah he definitely did yeah <laughs> your dad had to be angry I'm so angry I remember my dad I remember the first time basically we always talk about the first time we pretty much watched this movie we were down in the basement which is where all we the Makuga boys always watch the cool, cool movies right yeah and my mom was upstairs it was a Sunday afternoon because that's when like remember movies used to come on on Sunday afternoon it like, wasn't during football scene, but season but it was still cold outside so you were in the basement watching yep. the movies on a Sunday you finished your homework your mom was upstairs cooking sauce. The best. And Rocky Three comes on, and I'm like, my dad's like, I think it's time you kids watch this movie. And we're sitting in the basement, and after that, my dad just like starts setting up. He like builds a heavy bag out of pillows. He's like, oh, you gotta put. And like, we're like teaching boxing, and oh, dude, it was. The oh, best. that's awesome. Yeah, it's the best. So he goes to this. He's in this training montage in 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 the Ritz Carlton, and I don't know if you know this. When he's on the bike, and the woman's like, Rock and have a kiss. That's his first wife. Okay, yeah, yeah, the blonde, the blonde. Okay. So they're like training and I got a kid, you know, they get to the end of the sort of montage, I guess. Like, kid, this is cool. Let's go out. This is great. You know, like me and you, whatever. And, uh, and then they get to the, to the actual fight. Yeah. And this is, man, I mean, this is sad. This is just awful because you don't. I mean, the first time I saw it, you don't see Mickey dying. You don't ever see no. that coming. You don't see him getting his butt just destroyed. I mean, you see him. He's definitely going to lose, but he gets absolutely worked. Yeah, it's like, uh, how can we generate more conflict, heighten the stakes? How about the guy you love the most in this whole franchise gets killed? Gets killed because Clubber Lang's such a jerk. Remember, yeah. he's pushing him, pushing out of the way, old man. Yeah, Boom. and he's got a weak heart as yeah, is, as and is, he, and he falls. But a head. lot of that's ridiculous. Like, I'm like, why didn't they rush him straight to the hospital? I know, he's like, still backstage like how we do kid yeah yeah i i, I mean in the modern days ambulance comes rushes them straight to the and hospital and you would think if fine. anywhere there's a doctor there would be a doctor at a, like boxing a, match. At a, yeah. at a boxing match there's like a million at a boxing match and then you know he has that moment and then we, the first time we see Mickey's last name is when they put him in the tomb his name is Mickey Goldmill yeah the best and he, he's a jewish guy and rocky's reciting the jewish funeral whatever yep and now Rocky now with the lonely montage time. You know, yeah. they're playing they're playing the, the they're gonna fly now on the piano and he's walking around old Philadelphia and he throws the helmet at, at his statue, statue off the motorcycle. Yeah, because he lost the we, we he got his ass kicked. Right. So Mickey drops before the fight. Yep. Clubber Lang beats him horrifically. Destroys him. Yeah, and I think it was within three rounds. Oh, just, knocked him out in the second round. Yeah, just lumps him up. Yeah. Goes through him like a freight train. Oh, yeah. And now Rocky's like questioning everything. Everything. So they're in their old gym. Rocky hits the in the punching oh, bag. I forgot. The, yes, this is the best. And walks the silhouette of Apollo. Got to hit it straight. You can't, you can't. You can't hit it from the side. You got to hit it straight on. When it you, Apollo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'd buy a house for an hour, and your wife told me you might be here. So. Now Apollo. This he, is when the movie gets awesome because now he, start, he offers to train him, dude. This is like when you know, in Red Dawn, when the Wolverines finally come across and they start taking start down spray the, painting right, stuff. Wolverine, yeah, like two forces, two forces of nature have joined together. Foes become friends. Oh, it was take so great! I remember being a little enemy. kid. I was like, "This is the greatest thing ever." I mean, can you imagine the pitch room when they're pitching this idea that like Rocky is going to get trained by Apollo? Everybody's like, "What? Yes, yes! genius!" Yeah. Apollo Weathers is like, "Don't bring." 
bringing me back to Rocky Three, and I'm gonna have an even better part. Ah, oh, dude. So now they're like, we gotta get take it back, take it back. And if you notice anything in these like '80s movies, they make every city look super dangerous. Yeah. Like, there was a reason why I was scared of going into the city because I thought that as soon as you went into a city, it was just gonna be all homeless people and you're gonna get killed. Yeah. Right. Everybody's bad. What, this is what happened because. Carl Withers offers to train Rocky, and yeah. he's like, well, why would you want to do it? And he's like, we'll talk about it later. Right. It's a little creepy. Right. We don't know. But what he says, is essentially, is that's where he coined... I think it's in that gym scene. I'm not... No. It's later. So he brings him to L.A. Mm-hmm. Where he, he started. Yeah, where, where he where started. Apollo he's going to train him how to be a boxer like Apollo Creed. Right. And they get to Skid Row. Oh, there's not... How about the dude like... Ooh. And Paulie's like, no yeah. class. No yeah. class. Yeah, Paulie's complaining the yeah. whole time. And Paulie... This is the first where we see Paulie's definitely a racist. Because yeah, he says, yeah. these people, I don't like these people because yeah. they're all black people. And he goes, maybe they don't like you. And he goes, yeah. what I ever do to them? Yeah, like, completely... Like, oh, yeah. And then they get to the gym, which is basically a condemned attic. It's the yeah. scariest looking place I've ever seen there's definitely yeah, it's like the west coast version of Rocky's original gym right it's where Apollo Creed trained right. and right. then he t- and it all stops when Apollo Creed walks in with yeah. Rocky Balboa and they're like what's he doing here and yeah. then all of a sudden everybody warms up to him yeah but, well because every- Apollo's there but remember he goes take a look Rock yeah. you see that look in the eye yeah that's the eye of the tiger yeah that's the look you had in your eye when we yeah so good so now we're like t- now Apollo is taking him back and trying to like retrain him as a fighter absolutely as, as a boxer and that's when Polly lets now you can't train him like a colored fighter and another racist yep. thing can't listen to this jungle funk another racist oh, yeah, thing yeah. music whatever but Rocky just doesn't see it he's trying to do it he's, he's flat footed he's not yeah. ready Apollo takes him out of his in- environment right puts him in the crappy hotel motel room Skid Row hotel he's staying yeah he's staying on Skid Row he's trying to train Apollo's gym he's trying to get him to swim you're gonna use muscles you never knew like ahead. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. But now, for whatever reason, Stallone's not into it. He's not. Rocky can't get he he's not training he's well. He's despondent. He's like, Do you remember the sparring scene where Apollo Creed sparring with him and he's just lighting him up it's in the up. corner? It's up! It's up! Come on, Rock! Like he's pissed. There is no tomorrow! Yeah, right? There is no tomorrow, Rock! <laughs> Right? And you're going, what's happening? So now he's taking him on the beach to run. Right. He takes him on the Santa Monica Beach here in Southern California. And he's like, we're trying to run. And then he just smokes he just him. Rocky gives up. Gives up. And, and then Rocky's like, having flashbacks to getting his head kicked in. JT so Apollo Creed. Go ahead, JT. What do you got? Can I just say one of my favorite lines from Paulie is when uh, Apollo's training him to swim. Yeah. And he's like, just doing horrible. And Paulie's like, they don't call him Rock for a reason. Exactly. <laughs> Can he swim with a name like Rock? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so Classic. good. But, dude, this is all leading to one of the best scenes in the whole movie. Without a doubt. Because Mickey's no longer there, no. okay? Paulie's no help. Apollo Creed's doing everything he can. Right. He's trying to get Rocky motivated. Apollo Creed wants to kick Clubber Lang's ass so bad that he wants to use Rocky's fists. Right. So he's trying to take everything he's learned. Well said, by the way. So he's trying to take everything he's learned so Clubber Lang gets a taste of humility, right? right? But Rocky's not into it. He can't keep his hands up. He's getting lit up in the ring. He can't swim. Now he's taking him to the beach so they can go for a run, and he just gets laughed. It's a win. And he's like, it's over. It's done. He's just like, it's over. It's over. And then Adrian's like, what do you mean? He goes, it's over. So now Adrian has to step up, and you see how strong she is. Right. I think maybe, uh, can I be Adrian, or do you want to be Adrian? Look, do, you want to do we scene? have to? We have to. No, I think we should. Oh, it. Right. It's just improv. Not like improv, but like just try and get. Well, the, this is, remember what happens. Yeah, I mean, she walks over and, you, and, that, and the, like the slow piano of, of "Gonna Fly" now oh, starts. So good. What's wrong? You tell me. I don't remember what he. I just remember when he was like, Ugh. "I'm afraid." <laughs> what do you need? We got a house. We got cars. 
We got money! But did you? There's a kid for the first time in my life. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. And that's when she's like, Apollo believes you can do it. I believe you can do it. Polly believes you can do it. But you need to believe you can do it. Oh, it's and then so it's just good. Adrian to the rescue again. It's like in Rocky Two when she's in the hospital. Win. Oh, what are we waiting for? Oh, this is when you know it's gonna happen. And this whole time, also, because we got a clip. Clubber is not even phased the fact that Rocky's coming after him. No, no, because the, the the rematch has been announced. Let's play that clip. This is how awesome Mr. T was, by uh, the way. And I think kids need to know, after this movie, Mr. T became like this a pop, mega star. pop culture megastar. And the one thing I don't understand, and I lived through it. I was sure. a child that lived through it. He is so ferocious. When you hear this clip, I mean... He's just mocking. He he called out Mickey. Mickey's at his fight. He doesn't care. And then if he calls out Rocky or thirty. He, yeah, he just wants to beat people up. A woman, a man, doesn't matter. I train alone. Yeah. I live alone. I want to win the title alone. And he goes out. He wins the title with trainers, by the way. But with, he didn't do it alone. Right. But he did it. <laughs> but the, my point is, he's so scary in yes. this. Yeah, he's just like supposed to be the toughest guy ever, and then he winds up being a cartoon character. Nobody else can pull off a haircut toys. like that. Nobody. Nothing. I I one time had a clubber lang or not clubber Mr. T uh, pocket um, like little recorder and you would press buttons and be like I pity the fool. I had yeah, it so great. It awesome. I had it. a I had a GPS Tom Tom with instead of the lady voice it was Mr. T's voice. Oh, oh that's so awesome. if you missed his turn you'd be like you missed the f- turn fool. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> great. Right, play play his uh, right, the clip we, we got go. there. No, I don't hate Balboa, but I pity the fool, and I will destroy any man who tries to take what I got. What's your prediction for the fight then? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. So good. That's uh, that's before the second fight. Oh, by yeah. the way, yeah, it's all right. It's we jumped ahead just a, just a tad. No, that, that, everybody knows that yep. was before the second fight, like the big. Yeah, fight. that's what we're getting that's ready right, for because so, they're running on the beach. Adrian comes to the rescue. Right now, this this gets to the point where this is a guilty pleasure movie because this training montage is awesome. He pulls Polly in when he's swimming. He becomes from like only being able to do doggy paddle, doing like being an awesome swimmer. Yeah, the butterfly. He be, yeah, he finally beats. Uh, Apollo in the race and they have like that bro embrace on the beach in like they run into the water and they love each other. Splashing around like lovers. I know. It's a little intense. It's a little there's a lot of camera close-ups of like their legs throbbing as they run. There's a lot of junk shots. Dude, definitely I I don't know much about marketing but Nike's logo is all over all over this movie. They must have got paid a ton of cash. And they looked like University of Miami guys because they had like the crop tops and they were were just (laughs) like running down the beach. Halter tops on Halter it was the 80s yeah so now we get to the fight this is the moment we've all been waiting for yep. there are some great moments backstage where, where Apollo's like remember where you came from remember what you've been through you remember what he gives him he gives him the shorts yeah he gives him his colors right he gives him the, 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 the USA the stars and stripes colors that he wants him to wear in the fight they come walking out. Now, I don't know. I I wasn't a boxing, nor was I really old enough to know, but are Stu Mahan and the other guy, were they real boxing announcers or were they just like guys? I think they were real. Okay. I think they were real sports announcers. Now, my dream, my favorite line in all of the Rocky Because I think Stu Mahan was also in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he? was. Yeah, okay. he was. Yeah. yeah, so he must have been a real guy. So, my favorite line is when he walks out and he takes off his robe, like, he looks thin. Look at this. He's like, he looks like a middleweight. Yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. line so much. All I've ever wanted to do is walk into a boxing ring and some guys say that, like, he looks like a middleweight. Well, that starts setting up the strategy yeah, that he's going to he's gonna be in better shape because, you know, Clubber Lang hasn't 
gone the distance. Right. He's, he's just a, he's just a, a he's a juggernaut. Because nobody's been able to survive his punches. Exactly. Right. So then out comes, so, you know, uh, when it, they get to the thing and they're all, they're, they're eye to eye and, and Cleverline goes, I'm going to bust you up. And then what does Rocky say? Go for it. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fireworks. Guns blasting. Oh, oh my not, God. Because and Rocky was scared. Do you remember? Because that's junk. That's in the first fight. Clubber Lang's like, look in his eyes. He's afraid. He knows it. Yeah. But he now, now Clubber's like, oh, shit. This is a different guy. Yeah, this dude is not afraid. You want, you want to know why? Because you know, what's he looking at him with now? The eye of the tiger. <laughs> that's what he's looking at. <laughs> he's looking into the eyes of the tiger. And Clubber Lang doesn't know what he's up against. And he's never seen it before. Never. And he doesn't even know how to respond to the eye of the tiger. You look in the eye of a tiger. You don't. You don't I'm like, man, he's breathing heavy. <laughs> remember that? So now they're trading blows, and then do you remember now he's Clubber Lang's putting it on Rocky, but then Paulie's the, the one that knows him best goes, no, he's not getting beat up. He's getting mad. Man, and he comes back after round two, and he's like, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. It's a strategy. He's like, don't show me, just do it. Oh, and he goes so out good. there, and and now Clubber Lang is exhausted. He's swinging, <sighs> and and this is the moment <sighs> where you're like, you're thinking Rocky's in the middle of round two. You're thinking Rocky's getting killed, and Rocky just is like, starts he's getting taking hit. He's like, it. You ain't so bad. You ain't you so ch- bad. Give me what you got. Give me what you got. Move on. And my grandmother hits harder than that. Yeah. You know how many times. I used Rocky quotes when fighting one of my brothers. Oh, every time. Every time. Every you time. Would always, your grandmother's also my grandmother. <laughs> Damn brother's always thing. smarter than me. Yeah, always smarter. Now we're in the end of the round three, and in comes Rocky just throwing haymakers. Everything's good. And then, you know, at the end of these fights, it's like that, like, the music lets you know what's happening. The music lets you know what's happening. And then it looks like it's going to end the same way Rocky two ended, where they're both going to fall down. Yep. But he stands up, and he stays, and, and Clubber Lang is knocked out, and everything goes nuts. And it's like... And he comes up and, and, and Adrian says, how do you feel? And he's like, never better. So <laughs> Dude, great. So great. Now, you think that this is going to how, how the movie ends because all the other Rockies have ended the same way. So with good. championship and just frozen, whatever. In walks Rocky and Apollo with like their well, training things. Well, yeah, because it fades like, away from this and you owes go, what's me a favor. The yep. whole the running theme with Apollo is that Rocky's going to owe him a favor. Rocky's going to what's his favor? Yep. What's his favor? So it cuts in and he's like, I don't know about this. Oh, and they get in the ring, and now they're going to fight. No cameras or nothing, because that's a, a man of his intelligence. It's hard for him to take. Even by one second, right? Even by one second. It's a man, yeah. hard man of my intelligence. And then, boom, ding, it ends, and the movie, it's painted. Roll the eye of the tiger. Roll the eye of the tiger. Yeah, Leroy and, Neiman painting. Leroy and tears just stream down your face. Yeah, it's Rocky, the greatest. It was so good. Because now, really and truly, what I was thinking is. They Do you remember the life this- advice, though? It was so great because they're walking in their butt. Now they're their it's best so great. They're best buddies. He's like age before beauty, whatever. It's a shame we got to get old, Stallion. Ding. Yes. Remember when he goes like this? Ah, just keep punching Apollo. <laughs> and he puts the mouthpiece in. And that's how Rocky lived his life, man. He just kept on punching. And it's a great think, advice for all of us. Really and truly, <clears throat> I bet when Rocky Three ended, everybody that walked out of the theater thought, what a great trilogy. What a great way to end a trilogy. We didn't think there was going to be another Rocky. Yeah, I didn't think I'd be a grown man living in California as an adult still watching Rocky movies in the theater. Uh Uh-huh, exactly. It's been something that was, you know, my whole life. Yeah. And uh, say whatever you want about Sylvester Stallone, like to create a character that's just so accessible to everybody that everybody can relate to. Yeah. I mean, he made a career out of being a totally fake boxer. He got yeah. hit by Joe Lewis one time and got knocked out. Like, you, oh, you, I'm sure. You don't, like, actual boxers. Go ahead, JT. You, you popped He's up. He's in the Hall of Fame of boxing. Yes. Right. Amazing. Sylvester Stallone is. He loves boxing. He started that. What was that That reality show he did? Uh, the Contender. The Contender. Great show. Made, I mean, brought, he's always in the background of some, like, boxing match, whatever. Uh, but 
you know, when you went into boxing, everybody always said, well, you'd be like Rocky, you'd be like Rocky. That was everybody's dream. When you were a white kid growing up, it's like an Italian. It didn't matter if you're in Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Nebraska, you wanted to be Rocky Balboa. Yep. Until I saw the scene where he goes, cut me, Mick. Yeah. And he had a cut and the blood just went flying. I was like, uh, <laughs> as a little face. kid, I'm yeah. like, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, but that was, I mean, that was our guilty movie pleasure, Rocky Three. Way too much yeah, fun. It was awesome. Dude. Yeah. And I'm glad I got to go back and watch it. I mean, it's a it's a lot of fun, and there's yeah. some great moments, and there's some flat out ridiculous moments in that movie, and that's what makes a guilty movie pleasure. A guilty movie pleasure. Yeah, that, and was we great. will do Rocky Four and Rocky Five. Yeah, Rocky Four was great. Without that a doubt. soliloquy at the end, Ugh. views can change. We Dude, all can it just, change. It just flies by Ugh. whenever we come in here. It's so much fun, and thank you guys always is for watching. Go to iTunes. We're gonna we're gonna tweet out the links at Josh McCuga at Steve Simone. What you got upcoming gigs? You want to? Uh... Yeah, uh, Friday, October third. I'm gonna be at the Melrose Improv. I'm gonna nice. headline that. Beauty. And uh, there's a great. I also do another podcast called Good Times. Good Times. And uh, I had the pro wrestler Roddy Roddy Piper on episode three, where he talks about how he really wanted to beat up Mr. T and how he was going to do it. Because as we were talking and how great Mr. T was in this and how scary he was yeah. to us, to uh, somebody like Roddy Piper, he was like, he's just an actor. Yeah. And I'm a legit tough guy. And I'm going to prove to him the difference between a real life tough guy and a movie tough he, guy. He never got the uh, the opportunity. Oh, man. You, you got to listen to Good Times. Yeah, and listen to that episode. So go listen to Good Times with Steve Simone. Uh, next week, I think, uh, so uh, next week being released is The Maze Runner. It's a movie about kids in a maze. I figure maybe a good idea would be to do Labyrinth. You want to do oh, Labyrinth? Oh, my God. Yeah, let's do it. Labyrinth. So next week, and I got a great, I, I got a David Bowie story that'll blow your mind. So that's for all the listeners Fantastic. next week. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, hashtag it GMP or just you know tweet at us at Josh Maguga, at Steve Simone. Go to our Facebook page, Guilty Movie Pleasures, on the Schmoes Network or the Schmoville fan page and Facebook. We'll be posting pictures, uh, uh, you know, as and the links for this show. And, and again, go to iTunes, rate, get us up to number one on iTunes. We love you guys. Thank you so much for watching Guilty Movie Pleasures. We'll see you next you time. You guys are the best. Take care. From producers Christian Harloff, Mark Ellis, and the entire Schmoes No Network crew, we would like to thank you for listening to Guilty Movie Pleasures. What's your pleasure? Special thanks to Kevin Undergaro and Maria Manunos, the author of Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness in Stores Now. To watch or listen to other Guilty Pleasure movie episodes or other episodes of the Schmoes No Network shows, get movie news, or to join the conversation, be sure to visit SchmoesNo.com. I'm the Pit Boss, and this has been a presentation of the Schmoes No Network.